It is True Crime Tuesday, and it is time to check in with Nancy Hickst, senior crime reporter for Global News and also the host of Crime Beat. Nancy, good morning to you. Hi, how are you? Very well. How are you? I'm good today. Thank you. Well, I know we have a new episode dropping and so much going on. What can you tell us about this latest episode? You know, I've been uh, watching my social media posts this morning, and a lot of people are posting that, like, this is a lot of people's worst fear. Uh, This episode is called A Minute and 41 Seconds of Terror. And basically, a Central Alberta family arrived home from a long weekend away. And it was recent, like it was in 2021. Um, And they noticed something was just a little off as they pulled into their driveway. They didn't know exactly what was happening. So uh, it was a family. So the father went into the home and he just made a shocking discovery. And so this podcast episode shares one man's harrowing brush with death and you know, that's really an understatement. What he went through was just really unbelievable. Uh, and uh, not to, to give it away at all, but uh, like you said, so many people relating to this saying it's uh, one of their biggest fears. Do, do you find that people, when when they can relate that way, it just makes it, I don't know if it makes it scarier, but it also makes it more people kind of want to hear all of those details. Well, I think when people put themselves in this person's position, like it really could happen to anyone, you know, Uh, you know, obviously I want you to listen, but I can tell you that there was a stranger in this person's home and, you know, he was confronted and it was a life and death situation. So suddenly he's in a fight for his life. And, you know, you think about it every time you go home, you just think that you're going to go in and everything's fine but you know in this situation he arrived home to just a a, just a crazy situation and he's really lucky to be alive to tell this story it's one of those things too where again like you said people would say oh that's my worst fear but you also don't expect that to happen where as you, you hear about it cases like this, thankfully, not all that often. But but even though it's a big fear for people, you really don't expect there to be a stranger in your house when you go home at the end of the day. No, and you know, you take it a step further, you don't expect that there be a stranger in your home, but then you also don't expect that that stranger is going to attack you. So, you know, it just escalated very, very quickly. And for him, it felt like a bit of an eternity, like it just went on and on. But it was a minute and 41 seconds from start to finish and uh, just an unbelievable story. And, you know, this is the first time that he's done, like he's spoken to a few reporters when it first happened, but only just to give a few quotes, you know, in print. So this is the first time he's done an actual full interview and, and allowed uh, me to record this interview. And, you know, I was talking to him this morning. It was hard for him to listen to back, you know, as mm-hmm. he's recounting it. So, definitely um just a just a crazy story of survival yeah and and not really relatively speaking not a, a long amount or a lengthy amount of time but i'm guessing for him it felt like it went on for hours yeah exactly exactly and it's interesting because a lot of people who have been listening this morning have just said you know like it's hard to <laughs> it is hard to put you, yourself in that position because you do expect that your home is kind of your safe spot, your sanctuary. So 
when you hear someone experiencing that. And I mean, so close to home, like this is just in a quiet rural area. Like this, you know what I mean? You do not expect that in a, in a rural, um, like he lived on an acreage. So it's pretty crazy. What was that like when you said he he talked very briefly to other reporters and offered a few quotes, but when you were sitting there and realizing this was the first time he had really opened up and you were hearing these details that, that others hadn't heard, what was that like for you? Oh, I, I mean, we went back and forth for quite a while just to build a, a bit of a relationship and some trust because, you know, this was difficult for him to share. He's been you know, he's been um, in counseling since this happened. This has been very, very difficult. But, you know, like with a lot of the families and victims that I talk to, he, it, there's something therapeutic about um, being heard, about sharing your experience, about uh, letting people know what you've gone through. There, There is some, you know, healing in that. And, uh, you know, I know that he experienced that even this morning listening back because he didn't get to listen to it until today either. So um, I definitely recommend uh, you give it a listen if you have a chance. All right. What else uh, are you uh, working on these days? Oh, I can. Uh, there was a, a podcast that we just released um, that's actually really relevant to uh, your audience because it's about a repeat sex offender who's actually living in your area. So um, that's the, the previous episode that was out two weeks ago. If anybody hasn't caught up yet, it's called The Horror That Keeps Lurking. Definitely recommend listening. I also recommend you checking out my social media to check out his photo so that uh, anyone should be aware of this person in their community. It's uh, an unbelievable story. Um, and, and it really highlights how you know, this, there was a victim whose uh, story, a survivor whose story I shared in this podcast episode, and she was victimized nearly 20 years ago, but it, it, like, it doesn't end for her. Like, the terror that she went through just continues over and over, and uh, this particular individual was accused of going AWOL at one point. Um, he is back at his halfway house, um, again, in your area, <laughs> so... <laughs> Definitely give that one a listen. Um, and it really shows that the stories that I'm covering here, they really affect, you know, a widespread audience. Um, so definitely check out Crime Beat if you haven't already. Yes, yeah, uh, stories like that, too, when it, it does hit so much closer to home. And, and unfortunately, we hear those stories of people who they didn't show up at their halfway house or were released, even though they were deemed a high risk to reoffend. It uh, that is one of, I think, uh, the, the very frightening things that uh, we talked a bit about the, the strange circumstances of the, the the issue that just dropped but more common I think unfortunately is those those dangers that could be right around the corner well and this is an individual who police have called a high risk to reoffend um, he has reoffended several times and the parole board of Canada in their recent decision highlighted how he was recently um, accused of being caught going back into his halfway house with a race kit so here's somebody who is living in a halfway house. He's supposed to be abiding by conditions. And then he gets caught with all of the tools that he would need to offend again um, and assault and confine an individual. So I, I definitely recommend um, anyone, if, for anyone living anywhere, to be aware of these kind of individuals in your community, but specifically your audience. Um, this guy's in the community. So uh, have a listen and, and 
check out my social media where I have a photo of him for sure. Yeah, and definitely that photo uh, I know was shared on your Facebook page uh, and on social media. That's also got to be uh, difficult, but also having a survivor share that story and, and making that step to, to make sure that information gets out there. She's incredible. Um, you know, I, th- this is, I shared her story uh, in more detail uh, previously in a previous episode of Crime Beat in a previous season. Um, but now to know the latest that she's gone through, like it just doesn't end. So there's a whole new story that uh, explains what she's just recently gone through as if the first uh, experience wasn't enough. So definitely give it a listen. And uh, yeah, I have new episodes every two weeks. So stay tuned for those as well. But um, really some compelling episodes for your uh, listeners to check out. All right. Uh, Absolutely. A lot of listening to get done a little later today. (laughs) Uh, Nancy, great to chat with you. Thank you so much. Thank you. Have a great day.